All right. Hello, 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 folks. This is your girl <laughs> of the gods. It has been a very, very long time since my last episode. I know you all have been waiting for new content um, and the struggle has been real. I have been in the depths and the throes of PhD life and am just coming up for some fresh air. I am nearing the finish line, y'all. You'll be so proud of your girl. And I am just really happy to be alive and of a stable mind and just here. I'm happy to be here with y'all. I'm just so happy to be here. Um, and I'm particularly happy to be here with my homegirl, Celine, hey. joining us. Yes. Um, so, you know, we are going to get into it today. Um, mm -hmm what better way to reintroduce myself and this podcast and kind of revive and renew things than with the current tea of the day yes. of, the week, of the weeks really um which is the mr infamous Derek <laughs> jackson so before we get into it um today's podcast title is a case of infidelity in parentheses and the church because we're going to be mm -hmm. going in a little bit on faith christianity and the role of the church in perpetuating toxic masculinity mm -hmm. and unhealthy heteronormative relationships so i'm going to have my girl celine introduce herself and then we'll hey. dive into it celine well i'm celine I'm a blogger, poet, writer. You can find some of my work on sojo.medium.com or my website, sojo.com. But I am a West Indian, born and raised in Antigua. I went to school oh, in oh. Trinidad. And now I live in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And I'm so excited to be here today to talk about this mess, this tea, and what we could all learn from Mr. Derek Jackson. Yes, awesome. Selena's uber talented. I just want to plug her again Aww. on top of her own plug. She really is a phenomenal writer. I Thank had the you. pleasure of reading some of her work um, that has been published on a number of platforms. And she is so talented. You all, please Aww. look her up, visit her website. She already gave yes, it to please. you. You know, she's super dope. Black woman doing great things. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So who is Derek Jackson? Oh, <laughs> a know, hot um, mess. Yes, that's great. I think that's a perfect description. He is a hot mess. You know, I'll tell you about how I first got introduced to Derek Jackson. Um, you know, I, like probably most of our friends, I would say, had, had come across his content just doing the routine scroll through On Instagram, Instagram and mm -hmm. Facebook. Sometimes I saw his stuff pop up there. Um, and it was always, you know noteworthy and mm -hmm. I think significant content. It's, it was generally mm -hmm. him critiquing some recent event in light of a relationship issue or something of the sort, mm -hmm. um, or just giving his pro tips on how to keep a relationship going. And specifically, I think targeting black women yes. who mm -hmm. have found it very difficult to date for whatever reasons mm -hmm. um, and giving them advice on how to, you know, find the right maid and avoid the wrong maid and mm -hmm. the right maid um, and all these things. And so he's basically made a career off of, of, oh, yes. of pairing to black women one way or the other. Um, I don't know. I've never necessarily been like, oh my God, Derek Jackson. Ooh. No, his information is so basic. I mean, it's relevant, but it's so basic. It's mm -hmm. something your homegirl would tell you. It's right. not bad information. Right, right, right. I just found that people hyped him up a little bit too much. And I, mm -hmm. it could be because of his appearance. You know, he's tall, big, strong. Mm -hmm. And it's almost as if he found this market, this niche, where he 
kind of exploited black women's insecurities, specifically mm-hmm. that in black women, because that mm-hmm. seems to make up the majority of his audience. And so you Very see strange. this person that you're chasing, he looks like the type of guy that you'd want, that you would want to want you. And he's like, listen, I want you. And if you were there, this is what I would do to you. And you deserve nothing less. Mm-hmm. And black women mm-hmm. were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's how he amassed his following, just yeah. giving that sort of energy. Right. No, I think that's I think that's absolutely correct. Um, the exploitation of black women's insecurities mm-hmm. is a really big one, you know. Um, I think the other thing too though is that it was a black man saying the mm-hmm. things, right? Yeah. Generally, the content that came from him, like you mentioned, were things that would be discussed in our girl groups, yeah, in our own like group meetings and, mm-hmm. and heart to hearts and girl yep. convo and, and dialogue oh, around the group? state of blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Right, right, right. Right. In our pl- in our various forums where we meet, we've talked about so many of the different things that he brings up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is that it is a man, right? And yeah. so I think that was part of his appeal is that for once we were hearing, or at least it appeared to be for once and so um mm-hmm widely broadcasted this these very important although rudimentary ideas about <laughs> what it takes to be a good person and a good mm-hmm. partner to a black woman specifically and so you mm-hmm. know that goes a long way right definitely it goes a long way because then you get these women who are like oh my god a man who sees <laughs> me right yes and so i don't want to like i don't want to really down or um debase these women and, mm-hmm. and, and and clown them right absolutely not basic also side note i have mm. some goats in my backyard hearing <laughs> them making noise this <laughs> is a car beard okay hashtag Caribbean life do not be alarmed <laughs> audience members this is a real this is just a real i can't this is where i'm at okay we got goats we got goats anyways so yeah so i think that that's true mm-hmm. um so yeah so part of that is why people were shook right but like what do you think specifically had us had the general public i cannot (laughs) believe this man is still trending i'm sorry yeah (laughs) because days exactly and videos are still coming out with people's reactions and people's thoughts the memes the memes Mm -hmm. but i think there are different groups of people who are reacting to this and they have Mm -hmm. you know different reasons i think straight out the gate it's the fact that he was cheesing, you know, that just has a negative connotation to it. But there's also that double standard that Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm, used mm -hmm. his platform a couple of times. He dragged and slandered black men for how they treated their women. Mm -hmm. And it turns out he was doing the very same thing. So it's like, dude. But what's so crazy too, right? He was doing the very same thing, but yet still in his mind, he wasn't, right? Because (laughs) there's a video of him um, coming out, I think this is before he does the video with his wife, right? He comes out yes. and he's like, you know, you know, was I dating <laughs> as a separated man, almost mm-hmm. divorced? Yes. Have mm-hmm. I told women not to date men like me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I following my own advice? I would say so. And I'm like, wait, yes, no. I <laughs> saw that. Yes. With the, like, the black hat and the black shirt. Yes. I right, saw. Right, right, right. I was like, we have to rewind, right? We have to rewind this. I don't think you fully captured and mm-hmm. have like conceptualized what it is you've done here. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and in his mind, he seems to have really, I, I don't know. I, 
that goes into like a whole other conversation that we'll get mm-hmm. to later. But mm-hmm. I will say that people are shook, not just at the fact that he cheated, but that in his mind, however these affairs have come mm-hmm. about, they were totally justifiable, at least to some degree, right? Yes. Because yeah. he kept bringing up his wife, like in mm-hmm. subtle ways. He's like, you know, she did some things on her part too, but I'm not going to blame her. Let's focus on me. I'm like, you don't have to bring your wife up at all. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. like... About you, right? Exactly. It's about the way that you have monetized mm-hmm. on the insecurity, capitalized and monetized yeah. the insecurities of other people mm-hmm. and turned around to just like not even be uh, your, your own truest and authentic yeah. follower, right? Mm-hmm. I think... The other part about this is that, um, you know, we have to leave room. I, I I am weary of individuals who are quick to be like, oh, my God, you ain't shit. You a hypocrite. Um, and I try my best not to be that kind of person either. Because, because we're all human. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. No, for real. And I think it's so important to hold that. That yeah. we are human and we are absolutely faulty. And mm-hmm. it is so possible to deeply desire and want to do right and then Mm -hmm. struggle to do so for whatever reason. I have a friend who says, if you're human, nothing human is alien from you. And (laughs) it's so true. We could all fall subject to this. Absolutely. And so to me, I think what's most troubling um, has been what has led up to this moment, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that is what has me looking at Derek Jackson sideways as this this public figure as he's created himself to be. Um, And that is, for me, the first red flag in his entire program and in his whole like profile and setup Mm -hmm. was the way in which his wife was so consistently absent, right? Mm -hmm. Just like so (laughs) starkly missing from the picture. I didn't know he was married, girl. I did not know. See, now this is a problem. Mm -hmm. And I did, I only knew because I literally went and dug deep. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who is this man telling us how to have good relationships that does not appear to be in one himself? Mm -hmm. And if you go on his page, and you scroll down, you see that there are wedding photos. At least there used to be. I haven't been on his page doing any mm-hmm. kind of deep diving. Excuse me. I just had to sip some water there. Um, but I, last time I was on, you know, he was literally, he had literally had just one photo or probably two up of him and his wife. And I what year was that? that? That was probably like two, three years ago, right? Oh, my gosh. Even older. But I think what was so apparent was how he was making an effort to conceal her identity, right? Mm -hmm. And I think he'd even mentioned explicitly in one of his videos how... Under the guise of privacy. Absolutely, right? It's Mm -hmm. about, like, protecting his wife and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, (laughs) okay, maybe I could probably entertain that. But also, not really. And Mm -hmm. for me, that's because I think... If you're going to really make an entire career out of teaching people how to do relationships well Mm -hmm. and make them healthy, what better way to do so Mm -hmm. than by example, right? But Jessica, he didn't even need to put up a picture of his wife. He could just constantly talk about her because there are people Mm -hmm. like that who'd also Mm -hmm. be be like, you know, I had this conversation with my wife and last week we did this and we had a Mm -hmm. date and, you know, how to spark Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. after this whole many Mm -hmm. years of marriage. And he never did that. Yeah. He never did that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. He didn't. No, and I think it's so true, right? Like, give us something. But the fact mm-hmm. that she was so absent from your life, but yet you were supposed to be married. It was intentional. It was, it was intentional, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, I was saying this to my, my other friend. I was like, you know, there is something that can happen. There is a kind of exploitation and manipulation that can take place mm-hmm. when there is no accountability. And I do Oh, that's the word. It's accountability, right? Mm-hmm. When there is no other partner in the visible eye, right, of the <laughs> public, then there is nothing or no other side of the story to which this person must exactly. be accountable to. Mm-hmm. Because we can't then measure what he's feeding us as mm-hmm. bullshit or not against anything if nothing else is there. What is her side of the story, Mm -hmm. right? How does she depict their relationship and romance? What does it mean Mm -hmm. for her to be in love with this man and to be his wife? Does Mm -hmm. she have the same views and outlooks? Is he just talking a crock of shit, right? His credibility, his credibility as a content producer and as a (laughs) quote unquote relationship expert and guru would be at stake, right? Or rather Mm -hmm. can be fully and transparently challenged if we knew what was good with his wife. But all these years, Mm. we never knew her, right? And so he could just say whatever he wanted, but we never knew to say, Derek, is this coming from a real sincere or genuine place? Or are you just Mm -hmm. talking shit out of your ass because you can? And that makes a difference. But maybe he was doing it for himself. Maybe he wanted to leave himself open for all the women who flocked to his DMs, Mm. you know? Wanted it to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. is he single? Is he not? So he could always be like, you know what? Me and my wife, we're together, yes. This is exactly what the side chick story was. That, you know, they were going through a separation. And he's going to divorce her. And so you feel this amount of comfort. And she even said this on the video because I went and looked up the video. She was like, you know, because of who he is, and because of who he's presented himself as, you believe him. You uh-huh. believe that after all of the information that he's given women, he would not deceive you like this. You just mm-hmm. take his word for it. And guess what? Mm-hmm. He ended up being a liar, mm-hmm. a manipulative. And I mm-hmm. think that is why she decided to reveal the story because how many other women fell for Derek Jackson mm-hmm. over the past 10 years during mm-hmm. his entire career? And yeah. it can't just be those three who we've learned about Absolutely in recent not. times. Right. They're definitely more. They're more. And they're going to keep coming. And I know this for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's absolutely true. You know, it seems as though the entire relationship expert game that <laughs> this man ran on us was literally a game. It was a ploy to get yeah. home, right? Yep. It was all a ploy for the poem. And it and worked. Wild. And it worked. And you know what's crazy is that the homies in the comments section have consistently called this. And let me tell you something yeah. about men and black sure. men in particular. They be full of shit, but they also be about that <laughs> shit sometimes. For real. And I have to sit here and bite my tongue and really be like, wow. Y'all you guys were right. You guys were right. Yeah. I y'all thought they were trifling. I thought they were jealous. I was like, oh, Me y'all too. just I was like, okay. Y'all just not ready for the real. Yep. Y'all aren't ready to hear facts. You're not ready to But they up. called this. Okay. Okay. Oh. They did. They were like, pause. He's mm-hmm. a capper. He been mm-hmm. heavy capping. This is yep. heavy on the cap. Don't listen to this man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He out here pandering. Nigga, yeah. you even got this going on. You got yourself. <laughs> Much less trying to tell us what to do, right? Um, oh, my it's, gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's, oh. it's true. I, I see this for what it is now, which is a combination of things. Um, I think mm-hmm. this man absolutely has narcissistic tendencies and issues. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about mm-hmm. what that means, what that looks like, and how to look out for those signs in yeah. a partner and a person. Um 
And I also think that he absolutely knew what he was doing when he was keeping his wife out of the public yes. eye. All that mm-hmm. protector was BS. If you are a social media influencer, I'm not saying that we as a public have entitled rights to you in your life, but we do That's as, true. as people feeding off of a particular kind of information have exactly. a right to you live that out in a modeled way. And if yes. you can't even give us a bare minimum and showing us like, you know, who this person is that you're married to and at least mm-hmm. what it looks like and feels like to be in that kind of marriage and to apply the things that you say we should be applying mm-hmm. to a, a relationship, then you really need to just be sitting down, right? Show us um, the product. Show us, show the, us the product. Show us the product. And, I'm yes. not, and this, is a, this is a very tricky line to toe here, but mm-hmm. I think it's worth saying that, that like part of the game of being an influencer is like putting your mouth where your, like your money where your mouth is, right? Like yeah. putting it, like putting it all in For alignment sure. so that we know what's good and what's really popping because mm-hmm. your word is all we have to walk on, you know? <laughs> so anyways, I think that that's totally true. Um, so now people are like, wow, <laughs> does anybody not cheat? <laughs> Listen, girl, because we started out with the Smiths. That was last year, right? With Will right. Smith and Jada and the oh, entanglements. entanglements. Yes, I mean, we yes. knew they had stuff up from a long time because there was this rumor circulating about them having an open marriage. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they admitted to it or not, but that's been going around for a while. But right. just seeing the look on Will's face during yeah. that Red Table talk. It, yeah. People were making the comparisons between him yeah. and Denia. Denia? Denia? I mean, it's absolutely heartbreaking because cheating has consequences. Yeah. If not on your kids, on your yeah. partner. And yeah. just to see the emotional turmoil play out, it's like, it's can sad. anybody catch a break? No, seriously, seriously. So let's explore that a little bit more. Kind of what are the differences if we have to name them, right? Uh, What are the differences between this case with Derek Jackson, um, if any, and that of of the the Smiths? You know, what's good? I mean, I have my ideas. I think, um, you know, I reposted a couple of the (laughs) of some of the people's other people's thoughts about um, about Jada, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what she did. And I think what I'll say is this. One, there was always speculation around the marriage, the Smith's marriage. Exactly. Right? Like you mentioned mm-hmm. already, that, that 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 marriage was anything but conventional. There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always knew that the Smiths were not your cookie cutter, um, Correct. conservative, traditional, mm-hmm. biblical standing marriage. Um, married couple, right? So, so the mm-hmm. standards by which we might judge someone like a Derek Jackson, who really tries to base at least a portion of his platform on biblical mm-hmm. scripture and principles, we can't necessarily mm-hmm. apply to the Smiths. So yeah. there's that, Does that right? Apply. There's just a mm-hmm. framework for how to understand them and their marriage. There, there's that. The second thing too that I think is really notable is um, that Smith, that, that that Jada and Will Smith have always seemed to be on two different pages about what it means to even be married. And that's a great conversation because Mm -hmm. we've heard them time and time again, at least Jada more explicitly than Will, refer to the ways in which, you know, she never really wanted to be about that marriage life. And in yep. fact, she- Yeah, life knew- partners. What's the term they use? Life Something partners? Something like that. Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. Yes, I think that's it. I think it's, I think that's it. But you know, they're partners and, 
you know, it's not a married couple, it's something different. And mm-hmm. so I think what you see in that relationship is a struggle to even redefine the parameters of mm-hmm. marriage to, to begin with. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that creates room for some flexibility in how we would perceive yes. what Jada does Absolutely. and did. Because but also all, Jada not- never sold that dream. She Fact. never sold. She was Fact. not Derek Jackson. She was all about healing from the get go, all about healing and living in harmony and, mm-hmm. you know, your inner self and relationships. And right. Derek Jackson right. was exclusively about <laughs> dragging black men and yeah. exploiting black yeah. women's insecurities. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Right. And so he has, I think what he did inadvertently was build a pedestal for himself and yes. for the parameter by which he would be measured and judged. And right? blamed us for it. And then blamed us for it. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. And was, you know, maybe y'all may put me on a pedestal. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, huh, nigga? There's no <laughs> You built the pedestal upon which we exactly. saw you. And so all we doing is putting you on the thing that you said you mm-hmm. should be on by virtue of all the- Holding the you accountable. Made. Yes. And so I don't know. I think there's that. Then there's also the gender dynamic. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got to be mm-hmm. honest here. Infidelity and cheating is not a thing that women get to get away with the way and yeah. the rate at which men do. Yeah. Period. And Jada was all OJ. No water in my mouth. And I think that's mm-hmm. why so many women came out with umpteen op-eds and articles about how liberatory it was to at least witness mm-hmm. Jada own what she did in the particular way mm-hmm. that she did, right? Because yeah. we don't ever have the same leverage. I think oftentimes the narrative goes, when a woman cheats, it's because of some insert, some sexist, gendered yeah. meaning and definition mm-hmm. of why we do what we do. And therefore yeah. it's 10 times worse and therefore <laughs> should be sort of result in the termination of a relationship. Yeah, because it's emotionally grounded. Whereas with mm-hmm. men, it's like, Anything that has breasts and a vagina, they attack. But for women, it's, you know, an emotional choice. Sure, and so we've never that. had that ability. They've never given us that breath to explore mm-hmm. our sexuality mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. way. Because mm-hmm. first of all, misogyny. Let's just right, get it out right. of the way. Men think that they should have access to our bodies. They think that yeah. they should own them. Mm-hmm. It belongs to them. And for whatever reason, after cheating, they're like, oh, no, I can't go back for you. But <laughs> we should forgive 70 times 7. It's crazy. Right. right. Absolutely. And there's a double standard, right? And we have to name mm-hmm. that. I think oftentimes when men cheat and women stay by them, you know, we'll hear people say, <laughs> and I think generally men will chime in here and say, oh, she a rider. You know, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to stand by your man. Give him a oh. chance. Let him grow. Blase, blase. But we don't ever receive that leniency, mm-hmm. right? We don't get that kind no. of privilege Not when we step out. It's like, oh, she a thot, she a hoe, she ain't worthy. You know, these hoes and loyal, mm-hmm. blase, blase. Enter all of the denigrative and derogatory <laughs> references to women and, and why they do what they do when they do what they do. And so I think, mm-hmm. you know, we cannot compare them because the way that we have consistently and historically treated men no. and women cheaters has been really disproportionate. Has always right? been different. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's that. I think the, the truth of the matter is, you know, Derek was selling us a lie, you know, 
Um, and I think that that was for yeah. a number of reasons, including the way he could manipulate scripture and Christianity <laughs> and use it as a foundation to enable but his girl. Tell me. They were saying that the reason he was able to speak on these topics is because he was living it. So he was able to give advice because he mm -hmm. was his own case study. So he got in his car in front of his, packed up in front of his bad woman's house. So sick. <laughs> did his little split screen and acted as authority kid. because he was the authority. Jesus. Jesus. What do you call that? Is it, is that a sociopath? Let's look it up. So I oh. have, I have a couple <laughs> definitions here that I have, okay. I've been trying to kind of work through. So, I, there, there's something going on with Derek beyond whatever it is that he's... Narcissism. So, so there's that. So people have thrown out a couple. They've thrown out narcissistic, sociopathic, and psychopathic. And so we'll look at kind of what the differences are between these. It's just like some fun facts and also <laughs> context for how to understand this man and his behavior. So it says here, I'm on Mayo Clinic, um, you know, mm -hmm. one of our go-to <laughs> kind of... That's um, what Google brought you. Quick quick public information <laughs> fact given medical expert website it says narcissistic personality disorder one of several types of personality disorders is a mental condition mm -hmm. in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance a deep need for excessive attention and admiration troubled relationships mm -hmm. and a lack of empathy for others Behind this mask of extreme mm. confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Okay, so let's hold on to that. It's a mental condition based upon an inflated sense of one's importance. Okay, excessive need for attention. What do you think? Does that, does that measure up? I, I don't think, no. I see, now I've gotten this definition, I'm wondering if that applies to Derek Jackson. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships and a lack of empathy for others. I'm going to say that we should mm. on and I think that there may be yeah. this in how he's been behaving yeah. over the years, okay? Then he's a psychopath with narcissistic tendencies. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> so so here's what they say, sociopath versus psychopath. What's the difference? Now I'm on WebMD. Mm -hmm. This is an article by Cara Mayer Robinson from 2014. So it says, mm -hmm. um, a key difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is whether he, they just inserted he, <laughs> has a conscience. Mm -hmm the little voice inside that lets us know when we're doing something wrong. He's a psychopath. Okay, so that's, there's that. This is by Michael Tomkin, mm -hmm. psychologist at Sacramento. It says a psychopath doesn't have a conscience. If he lies to you mm -hmm. so he can steal money, he won't feel any moral qualms, though he may pretend mm -hmm. to. Okay. There we he go. may observe others then act the way they do so he's not found out. A sociopath, on the other hand, typically has a conscience, but it's weak. They may know that taking your money is wrong and they might feel some guilt or remorse, but that won't stop their behavior. 
Both psychopaths and sociopaths lack empathy, the ability to stand in someone else's shoes and understand how mm-hmm. they feel. But a psychopath has less regard for others. <laughs> Think, bro. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's a psychopath with narcissistic tendencies because. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, girl. Really I'm just. I'm just... No, but go ahead, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because okay, so I, I had to pull up the narcissistic one for Mayo Clinic, mm-hmm. and the reason why I didn't want to fully label him as a narcissist. Hmm. Mm, I'm reading it again. Mm-hmm. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration. That's true. Troubled relationships. That's also true. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of, I kind of stumbled at the lack of empathy part because I was trying to figure out, okay, him given all this information, is it a false sense of empathy that he's extending to his viewers? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. how is he? How has he created all this content, all those videos, given so much advice? Like, how is he drawing? Mm-hmm. his emotion where's he drawing it from to have duped right. us for let me not say us but the general public for 10 years right. like okay is he also a really great actor yeah but I think that's the thing about um well yeah you know I don't know I think a narcissist really cares about admiration right mm-hmm. um and they have an exaggerated sense of self and so I think most narcissists know what to do in order to keep the spotlight on them. Mm. To me, it's not far-fetched that someone like Derek Jackson could be a narcissist because I think mm-hmm. part of narcissism is the capacity to keep people engaged with you mm. by doing the things you think they need and want you to do. And I think that is when we veer okay. into the realm of psychopathic too because mm-hmm. a psychopath will do what you, they know people need for them mm-hmm. to do without having <laughs> sincere or genuine interest or like organic response to doing the thing right it's about uh-huh. the performance of empathy and the performance of understanding and um being able to relate than it is about actually relating right so i think he might be both i think Derek jackson absolutely loves being in spotlight and I think this is why, and it fits, right? Because this is this would connect to what we we suspected in terms of his lack of a representation of his wife on his platform. But maybe he's just a really good businessman because I mean he realized that there was a market, there was a niche for him mm-hmm. to exploit black women. He mm-hmm. saw that, you know, for example, these weight loss ads, these beauty commercials, these hair commercials, even the bleach and cream market you know all of them was booming on the premise of you know women having these insecurities mm-hmm. and he swooped in like chris jenner and he was like i'm gonna be the savior for you guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also buy my book and i just wow. it's just <laughs> but i just think it's a whole bunch of different things i think he might very well be a, a businessman but i do think he's a narcissist selene and here's why one psychopath and a psychopath <laughs> yes Psychopath with narcissistic tendencies. Here's why. I think Derek Jackson, you mentioned this, and I and I want to go back to it because I think it was a really mm-hmm. good observation. Derek Jackson kept his wife from us and mm-hmm. really monopolized on this entire niche industry uh, by keeping his own 
relationship status a mystery, right? Mm-hmm. And I yes. think, and, and we knew, yes. and we know now that part of the appeal of that for him was so that he could consistently be at the center mm-hmm. of other women's attention who were like, yes. oh my God, you're such a good model. Thank you for yes. saying the things that you do. Let me take mm-hmm. your dick, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, come on now. You know, this is real. I think that people were really on this tip and obviously they were considering Mm -hmm. some of the confessions. And I think he knew precisely what he was doing, right? This is a man who loves being at the center of attention. And he just Mm -hmm. knew from a business model also that- That being married would have taken away from that appeal. Come on, come on. Because at the same, and here's what he did. He gave us a little bit enough so it could be intriguing the idea that this man is giving the advice from this place of being married. But also, Mm -hmm. is he really married? We ain't really never seen his girl. So like maybe Mm -hmm. he ain't really- in it and maybe it's coming from a place of healing from hurt right aka his book's title Mm -hmm. right and so and so then you know maybe he's okay maybe he is available and he is on the market so i could probably side of him exactly continuous intrigue Mm -hmm. yeah and you know people okay (laughs) people love a good competition they love a, a challenge and there's nothing that says a challenge like a person who is taken, okay? Yeah. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of women, they feed off of that. And so he did just enough mm-hmm. to keep people interested, to keep them intrigued, and to mm-hmm. still be able to justify his behavior if push were to oh, ever yeah. come to shove, okay? Mm-hmm. There's that. I absolutely mm-hmm. think that that is the case. Um, yeah, so what's our conclusion? Is he a psychopath? or a sociopath, or a narcissist, or is he all three? Can you be a psychopath and a sociopath at the same time? No, because they're like gradients of one another. So the psychopath is the extreme of the sociopath, right? A sociopath mm-hmm. may feel worse, but just cannot stop themselves from doing what they're doing. A good example then of a sociopath, sociopath, a good example of a sociopath is the woman from this new show on Netflix, I'm doing a quick plug, not because it's a good show, but just because people should see this <laughs> and see how bad it is. Um, Gypsy, so stupid. I was, it was the worst Oh, show I've never seen. seen that. What's that about? Girl, that's a whole episode in itself. But Gypsy <laughs> is this entire, like this like cerebral thriller, or at least it's supposed to be, about this psychologist mm-hmm. who basically gets too attached to her patients and literally manipulates their relationships and she does it initially allegedly or implied she does it because she wants to figure out how to practically help them solve their problems by learning about the other people in their relationships who are part of their problems and then infiltrating and then basically manipulating scenarios so that the healing happens except she causes much oh more mess gosh. than she solves and she heals yeah it's really bad and so essentially she gets in a, in a romantic affair with one of her patients ex and it's just so <laughs> stupid and it's really bad but in the whole time she's like literally lying about her identity concealing her um her intentions and motives and then like manipulating her patients so that they can remain her patients even after they're like okay thank you for helping me i'm gone um, and but isn't that like, what Derek Jackson did to his wife, using religion and using her sense of spirituality? I right. mean, right. So that yeah, is why that's that is a sociopath. Is. Because the woman in the show, she has a sense. There are moments where she breaks down and she cries. Right. 
because she's oh like, gosh. oh my God, I feel I, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? But for some reason, she just can't help herself from being mm-hmm. a tragic, hot mess and a sick, psychotic woman. But I mm. think uh, in the end, she believes that what she's doing is good, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least it's justifiable and that she can continue living this life she deserves to or something like that. Mm. Um and she likes to chase in the game and the danger of it all. And I think mm-hmm. that that's part of Derek. I think Derek has the yeah. capacity to be empathetic. I just think that he can't redirect his behavior even after feeling those senses of remorse and guilt. Because there, there are videos that he posted in March and another side chick said, hey, he's in front of my house. Which means that him giving us a timeline of you know, him and his wife going through all those issues in 2020, yeah. and they were supposed to have fixed it by December, yeah. just ma- I mean, March this year, he's in front of her house. There are right. two videos. Right. So right. Uh, did he really feel any sort of empathy? True. Did he really True. feel any sort of... No, not at all. So, so that is Derek Jackson right there. So maybe he's a sociopath or a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. He's one of the two, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you could post a video literally in the same timeline when you're out here talking about, let me do a collective address mm-hmm. the issue with my wife on the couch when she looking at a crazy hot mess. Like, Listen, let's, let's get into, come on, let's get into that. So, okay. Derek Jackson, he's he has some kind of personality disorder. We're going to chuck into mm-hmm. psychopathic narcissism. Um, mm-hmm. he needs help That's and he needs definitely a part of it. He definitely needs therapy. Um, mm-hmm. and he needs to go seek something deeper than whoever but his counseling. His wife also needs therapy because she was sitting next to him on that couch. On. And the thing is, you know, people are dragging her because of her appearance, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to drag her at all because she is a victim in yeah. all of this. Yeah, and she does not believe that because in yeah. a live yeah. after the main video she's like you know people think i'm doing this against my will but this was actually my idea and i'm like girl what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> girl what and you mm-hmm. know we're talking about the helmet of salvation mm-hmm. and her looking mm-hmm. you know from the public perception from p mm-hmm. compared to him mm-hmm. and my thing is i thought he should address down to match her because she is i mean it's quarantine and we're home <laughs> and we all don't look dressed up when we're home but you know the average person <laughs> If we had the gall, you know, to hold our guy's hand after he has slept with everything that moves over the past couple of years, if if we found that courage to do that, listen, I would put on a little bit of lip gloss, put on my eyebrows, you know, put on my contacts and, you know, do a little twist out and, you know, sit there with all the confidence in the world. But in this case, I felt like he should have dressed down. Instead, he had on his uniform, that stupid mm. gold chain mm-hmm. and that neck and the long sleeve that shows up all his biceps and mm-hmm. he's sitting next to her. He knew what yes. He, know what he, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that it was just blatantly showing the differences in how they felt about that situation. He was still selling himself because he was still promoting his book mm-hmm. at the end of everything. Yes. The gall. And, you know, yes. And she's sitting there and holding and like he he has her positioned a little bit in front of himself. So I mean, psychologically speaking, I feel like he was using her as a shield. And mm. I was read I was watching this YouTube video and um this guy, this body language expert was saying, you know, they're holding hands and Derek is stroking his own thumb. So, you know, usually something like this, you'd be stroking your oh, partner's shoot. hand. 
he's stroking his like he's self-soothing oh my and god it just shows that he still doesn't care about her because he would not let her and i don't want to say let as if you know he has agency over her body right, right. to tell her what she can and cannot do right, right, but right. to be like as a matter of fact she should not have been sitting there at all this honest was his responsibility honest he should god. have made the video honest on his own but say i think you're absolutely right I never noticed that. I did not pick that up in the initial, my initial viewing of his video with his wife that he was actually stroking himself, like self-soothing. But I'm not surprised. I, mm -hmm. I think me and my nephew were having a conversation about this. And um, things that we talked about was how, he's like, you know, I think there's no other way to do a video like that except holding your wife's hand the way that Derek hold his, held yeah. his hand. Because mm -hmm. it really is a very vulnerable predicament to be in to confess mm -hmm. to your mess ups in front of the yeah. world with her. Mm -hmm. And so like, she was a protective measure and shield. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. He used her that way. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that that's part of the problem, right? Is that he's consistently and mm -hmm. continuing to be using her rather than taking full responsibility the way that he's supposed yes. to. And in his mm -hmm. using her, I think he's really failing to acknowledge her humanity and to yes. acknowledge her individuality and to acknowledge mm -hmm. her, right? Like, who is Danea? And why do we mm -hmm. only get to see her in the shitstorm that you have created? Oh, right? talk about that's it. part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, she looks crazy. I'm not mm -hmm. even trying to go come for nobody's appearance, but it matters, yeah. right? I'm, I, yes. What does it matter? Because I think our outward appearance is oftentimes mm -hmm. an indication of our inward health. And, and when Derek people look crazy, that. come on, come on. Mm -hmm. When people look crazy, I don't care what nobody say. You don't need to be no social media baddie. You don't need to be mm -hmm. busting the way these other women who he clearly likes and is attracted to are busting. Mm -hmm. But what you do need to do is look and appear as if you care about your, your well-being. You feel me? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. if you don't, if you're unable to do so, I think that that communicates a specific kind of message about yeah. your mental health. And this yes. diagnosis is not far off considering what we've seen mm -hmm. this woman post in the past couple of days. Yes. Okay? Half of it is not even coherent. And it's like, mm -hmm. what is this woman going through? Except like, the turmoils of health invoked by this man. And so mm -hmm. it was really upsetting me and my homegirl Listen. that this man Listen. had his wife sitting on the couch next to him looking like that. Because they can't I, believe it. he don't care about her. Right, and nope. you don't care about her well-being internally or mm -hmm. externally. Like mm -hmm. you have all the the, the self-respect and self-regard and self-interest mm -hmm. to come on camera yep. looking like somebody, but you will mm -hmm. sit down next to your wife having her look like that. You know oh. what kind of dichotomy you were gonna have people draw between he the knows. two. Yes, and then people and will be like, "Oh, he deserves." On, come on, come he on. He kept the comment section on open. Come leaving on. her vulnerable for that sort of criticism. He has been on Instagram and YouTube for 10 years. Come on. He saw how, listen, he knows. He knew exactly. He don't care about that woman. He didn't care. Exactly. He did he not care, care about her. And and truthful, truth, you know, like I just, it's so funny because I don't even know this woman, but my girl, I have been keeping her in my deepest thoughts because mm -hmm. I just, I cannot stand to see women taken advantage of, right? Yeah. system that is patriarchal, misogynistic, sexist, mm -hmm. and consistently undermines women. It is just very mm -hmm. heartbreaking to see Black women in situations and predicaments like this, right? Because yeah. for so many reasons, we are taught that we must be these, these, these bulwarks of strength mm -hmm. and, and, and perseverance yes. and, and long-sufferingness. And it's just, it's mm -hmm. tired. And I think that mm -hmm. the church has a serious responsibility, yes. okay? and role to play in how black women and women in general
trafficking are mm-hmm. consistently used as scapegoats when men do fuck shit like yes. this. And real talk, yes. like, it was absolutely seething to watch them or him mm-hmm. particularly invoke scripture and his relationship yes. with God as the excuse for why it was he was doing the craziness that he was. And hear me out. Mm-hmm. I am a woman of God. I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I love the Lord. I, I rock with Jesus heavy. I pray daily. Amen. And I really, I'm really about it, right? Salvation, I'm mm-hmm. here for it, blah, blah, blah. But on some real note, like I do not subscribe to the faith uncritically. And I understand mm-hmm. full well what it looks like to have the church be used mm-hmm. as a tool of oppression in more than one yes. way. Okay? Yes. And what we see here in Derek, and hear me out, it can very well be that Derek is in undergoing spiritual warfare. I'm not going to like speak on <laughs> whether or not this man, it clearly he is. Cause he got some mental issues mm-hmm. going on. So he, there is a kind of warfare going on <laughs> in him. I, he needs help. He needs help. But beyond that, uh, I really think it's disgusting really to sit here and be like, you know, my relationship with God is the reason why I cheated. And, and Oh really- my gosh. Yes. Cause he's Girl. like, when I became a Christian, my life went downhill. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring Jesus into this. This is like, Oh no, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> I can't, I don't even know what to do with it. Cause I'm like, Lord have mercy. And perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, perhaps part of it is maybe there is something to that, right? Let's give, mm-hmm. let's give it, let's give Derek some blight as the the <laughs> Let me give you some blight, right? Mm-hmm. If we give Derek some blight, we would say, all right, Derek, we hear you. You know, mm-hmm. there are some very constricting um principles and, and mm-hmm. aspects of Christianity that can make it mm-hmm. super difficult to be um, a, a practitioner <laughs> with full integrity. Okay? I, I, I hear you. And sometimes mm-hmm. the responsibility of being the model spouse and the mm-hmm. model man can be it so can be a lot. burdensome that, you know... Even though he put himself in that position, but I digress. Okay, okay. No. Mama, we give him blight. He's a blight. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so now we said the burdens are too heavy to bear. Check. The burdens <laughs> them too heavy to bear, Derek. Sure, sure, sure. <sighs> but hear me out, Derek. Like, you was just talking the other day in some resurfaced <laughs> video about how half of what you preach on relationships isn't even coming from a biblical standard. And that in fact... Yes, I saw that too. You're trying to come from a more pragmatic approach. So which one is it, Derek? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which one is it? Is Mm -hmm. it that you really are, you're striving towards living a faith-filled life and having that be a part of every aspect of your life? Or are you mm-hmm. doing and saying things in the moment that you think will give you grace, right? And that's, that's it. And that will minimize the kind of heat and, and criticism you receive. Yeah. Which one he's is it? using mm-hmm. he's using Christianity as a shield. Yeah. And there's several moments in the video where she was like, you know, I will not take him back unless his he has a strong relationship with God. And I think he took that and he's like, Okay, if this is Ran the way mm-hmm. that I need to get her back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend. Mm-hmm. It was all performative. It wasn't real. Yeah, it's still not real. Absolutely performative, and you know, and I think what he's really banking on is the ways in which Christianity, I think, um, puts women in a position to have to always be the. Come on, come on, 
like we are supposed Always. to be this never ending source of strength and support for our spouses and the men in our lives. And what that does is it, it creates a dilemma of the good wife, right? Because yeah, now you have John the- Gray's wife Come just on. immediately comes to mind. And the amount of times that she she's forgiven that man 70 times seven. And I'm like, who is? Who has? He's making a fool. John Gray's wife is a preacher. Oh, yeah. And a black man. And That's so many times, like, we're talking about the other day. Yes, right. yes, Who girl. he himself, his, Derek Jackson critique, did he not? I'm not did sure, but I would not him? be surprised because okay. I think I listen, that. Derek Jackson critiques any man who moves, any black man who moves. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would not be surprised, but I mean, I just draw so much comparison between Denia and um John Gray's wife because it's like this is not the first time and she says mm-hmm. that she knows everything that's been going on for the past couple mm-hmm. of years and mm-hmm. for some reason she thinks that this is no longer direct that this is the devil putting her relationship under attack yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah, girl yeah 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 you know, because as a christian and someone who's grown up in um you know this religion mm-hmm. i don't i don't even want to say the name <laughs> but con- a conservative circle i have seen time and time again where women who have been embarrassed yeah. and humiliated yeah. Yeah. and encouraged yeah. to stay in yeah. these toxic yeah. situations. Yeah. And, you know, the men just kind of go away for, for a while and then they come back and, and we're surface. supposed to act as if... Yep. Exactly. Yep. And we're as if like, she's oh not broken God. on the inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we... And so all of the care is about preserving the facade mm-hmm. of unity than it is about really mm-hmm. getting at the structural issues. Correct. Right? And correcting Correct. the faults and fissures in the masculinity as it has been constructed, mm-hmm. constructed so destructively by the church. And we don't call that. Mm-hmm. Right? We got to call BS. Mm-hmm. There's a way in which the church yeah. enables this kind of behavior and it's yes. in it and actually continues mm-hmm. to support it. Because when we consistently mm-hmm. make room for men who are not, who are, um, unfaithful and who who mm-hmm. are like chronic cheaters and abusers yes. and, and, and weaponizing scripture come on oh my come on what we do is being say, submissive yes we say that it is it is it is normative it is normal it is yeah. expected for this kind of behavior to mm-hmm. come from the man and it is truly your duty mm-hmm. as a wife to stand by his side because yes. that's what the word of god mm-hmm. calls us to do but if anything is a lie from the pit of hell it is that bullshit right yes. and, and, and truly it needs yes. to be destructed and and completely undone because it has created yeah. so many toxic cycles in relationships mm-hmm. where women are consistently put on the back burner and are mm-hmm. left to pick up the pieces that are consistently yes. constantly broken in their marriages by men who do mm-hmm. not know what it means to love somebody from their heart and to be responsible. And not be held accountable. Okay, take responsibility. Mm-hmm. If you are not ready for a relationship, don't be in one. You check what I'm saying? Mm. If you don't want to be mm-hmm. in a relationship and you're not capable of doing what you're supposed to be doing, then don't be in it. Because if you're going to But they someone, forced marriage on people because, you know, they're it. so afraid of people stepping out and that's having it. sex out of marriage and, True. you know, getting pregnant out of marriage. True. And they're like, you know what? You guys need to marry. Yeah. No, they don't need to marry. Yeah. They need to do self-work. Yeah. They need to go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you have all these, even in the Christian church. Um, as long as you're a black person and you descend into slaves, you have been affected by slavery, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we have a broken black family, mm-hmm. it, even within the church. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing what we can 
to heal them. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're just like sweeping things under the rug mm-hmm. and praying about it. It bothers me when people simply think that prayer could just fix yeah. all the problems. So it takes work. Right. It takes a lot of self-work. It and does. having the realization that, you know, sometimes marriage can't fix actually marriage cannot fix anything marriage cannot fix broken people and i kind of picked that up from derek and his wife where their relationship was already on the rocks and they just decided to get married i think so because we hear him talk about how he had been he had these women from before they got married exactly like they kind of spilled over into the marriage right after Mm -hmm. the marriage was in a state of separation yeah it's true i think you're right um i I don't know their history, but I, I sense and I would guess if I had to make a prediction about how they started, it seems to me that Derek was a man who found God and found mm-hmm. his wife and the church probably mm-hmm. said, this is the kind of woman you need to be with. Yeah. And he believed mm-hmm. because of how scripture was presented to him that this was mm-hmm. the way that he needed to go. And that if he wanted to be a yeah. man worth anything, he would need to marry the ideal good wife mm-hmm. good christian wife. Yeah, he wasn't ready for that but yeah and it seems like his wife was ready like she had gotten all the indoctrination mm-hmm. right um she mm-hmm. had been through all of the training and preparation mm-hmm. to be that good christian wife and he said right and i'm not i'm not saying that she's blameless but i'm saying that like when it mm-hmm. comes down to keeping to the principles of what it looks like to be a good christian wife she seems to have yeah. had that down packed and him, yes. on the other hand, seems to have been giving a lot of leeway or at least not as nearly mm-hmm. half the indoctrination about what it mm-hmm. looks like and means to be a good Christian husband. Um, That's right. And so, and so you see this now really manifest in con- destructive ways um, yeah. for them and in their relationship. Um, mm. And I think that I know too many Derek Jacksons, actually, more than I'd like to. Oh, yes. More than I'd like to. Yes. Hear too many Derek Jacksons or want to be Derek or about to be Derek Jacksons in the making. And it's so sad because mm-hmm. there's so many dudes who I feel like when they were young, you know, get, were given the, the free for all to hoe as they like to be out in these streets. Yeah. And they never got mm-hmm. half the chastisement we young Christian girls got. Oh, right. They yes. never did. Mm-hmm. They were like, Oh, well use protection or a whole, you know, it was always mm-hmm. some kind of cheek and tongue, like tongue in cheek reaction to mm-hmm. when boys would step out and not, maintain chastity yeah. but when girls were saying it was like oh you were not mm-hmm. be a Jezebel oh, oh and they compare us to fruit oh, tomato or mango Jesus, your body mm-hmm. is this and your body is that and it's, just, right. it's so sickening because the messages mm-hmm. are not the same right they're no. so inconsistent and so what we end up doing is we construct this di- this dynamic within the church setting mm-hmm. and with the pool within the pool of potential mates where mm-hmm. women are consistently fed a message about their bodies and what they're supposed to do yes. to keep it mm-hmm. and men are not given even half those messages so then mm-hmm. you have the you have the true conditions that yield unequally mm-hmm. yoked predicaments when we thank talk you about very much unequally yoked, this is the thank you very much talking about okay yep it's not just not... spiritual yes. thank you it's about how we mm-hmm. literally create the circumstances under which men are given the liberty to do mm-hmm. foolishness and nastiness yes. and or at least live out their best lives while we don't mm-hmm. and then you expect yep. these two differently indoctrinated and differently raised mm-hmm. people to come together and create a union oh, no okay way. all right how Tell me how. Mm-hmm. And I know I just went off the rails because this is deep in my heart. <laughs> no, no, it's applicable. And it, there's so many Denia Jacksons and there's so many Derek Jacksons that Dude. when I 
sat down and I watched that video, I could see his face in so many people that I know, and I could see hers yeah, for certain. And all the women that I've known from going to church in Antigua and living in Trinidad and going to church there and even coming here, like mm -hmm. I see her face and all of those Come different on. faces. And I'm Come like, on. what have we done? What we what have we allowed and continue to allow? Jeez. And we just have this culture of secrecy mm -hmm. and being quiet. Mm -hmm. And these women are suffering. I, I remember I was talking so exactly in silence. I was talking to this one pastor. I'm not gonna say which island, but I was like, You're really gonna sit there and allow me because he was asking me, you know, when am I gonna get married? And I'm like, I, I brought up this one particular lady whose husband had verbally abused her over the years, mm -hmm. and I'm like, nobody stood up for her, mm -hmm. and like people are, are like poking fun of her, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't trust you to help me mm -hmm. to find a Christian young man, mm -hmm. young man, when you have allowed something like that to continue over the years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't protect me, even in situations where I can't protect myself. Mm -hmm. So no, like I just can't continue to subscribe mm -hmm. to that sort of, um, that dynamic of courtship. Like right. it, it cannot work. Right, absolutely. I think that's really powerful, you know, that you could say that to this, this preacher, because I think they need to hear it more often, right? Um, yeah, they'd be so focused on the performativity of religion and of relationships and mm -hmm. of marriage than they are on the healthiness of individuals in those relationships yes. and within marriage mm -hmm. um, and what it takes to have healthy mm -hmm. marriages. And I think that that's some bullshit. Yeah. And consistently pressuring young women to get themselves prepared for a relationship with a man who is half shit and not ready to be as mm -hmm. prepared is really, I think, mm -hmm. I think that is demonic. Right. I think that is yeah, evil. Absolutely. Um, what it does is it creates the breeding ground for abuse and exploitation and manipulation. Right. And yeah. we got to do better than that. Right. If we say that we are mm -hmm. really standing on the righteousness of Jesus Christ in all the yards, then we need to mm -hmm. actually show up for people and particularly for women who have consistently been treated mm -hmm. like shit because of the things that they yeah. consistently endorsing That's right. directly and mm -hmm. indirectly, right? Women are always mm -hmm. embarrassed and we are supposed to just suck salt yeah. and take embarrassment mm -hmm. and say that it's in the name of spiritual warfare and Jesus Christ. Yeah, sit down next to our husbands in church, okay. hold your hands, and pretend as if nothing's happening. Ourselves. We become self yeah. victims who are like, well, mm -hmm. this is what God has called me to, to live this kind of... <laughs> Decrepit relationship. This is my cross. This is my, my cross burden. to bear. A haunting, cheating, dirty man. Me. <laughs> I don't even know me. Oh anyway, so y'all head in. <laughs> There's a lot to learn, y'all. There's a lot to learn yeah. in this situation. Mm -hmm. I think we can go on for hours about how yeah. infidelity shows up in every aspect of our walk, right? As as human mm -hmm. beings, as young people, as those who are believers, right? Like it shows up in our lives. And I, this is just mm -hmm. one way um, in which to approach this is this topic and to broach this issue. And I think yeah. there are many different perspectives that are out there about it. Um, I am just really happy to have a platform to really work through some of these things with my homegirl, Celine. Um, hey. I think that if anything, you know, this should be a teachable moment to us all mm -hmm. to Definitely. remember, A, we cannot idolize those who make a living off of presenting mm -hmm. versions of themselves on social media. The very mm -hmm. 
the very construct of social media is performative, right? It requires yes. a performative version of ourselves. And and mm-hmm. one could argue that we perform in every area of our life, but I think social media particularly endorses and engages this kind of behavior um, and, and way in which we in, we act with others and, and for others. Um, two, I think, you know, it is so important to really question what it means to be a good partner, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And we have to consistently question what our role is in supporting healthy relationships or supporting unhealthy relationships. And Mm -hmm. I think three, we need to remember that um, people will use anything as an excuse for their misbehavior, including the church, including their faith, including God. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, while there may be room sometimes for those kinds of arguments, I think we must always be suspicious and skeptical of people who are so quick to say, I, mm-hmm. I ain't shit because, you know, Jesus isn't in my life the way he's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. I think we have to always question the readiness with which people would love to fall back on the church and fall back on God when they are caught mm-hmm. in messes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add, but those are some major lessons I think that we should be really keeping out, our eyes open for and the only thing I would like to say is that we really need to understand the difference between spirituality and having a relationship with God mm. and then the religious structure of the church, because it's one thing to have a personal relationship with Christ. But when we go to church and we participate in this community of faith, uh, the organization is not perfect, mm-hmm. right? And we don't want to conflate the two. And within that structure, there are so many toxic behaviors mm-hmm. heralded by men mm-hmm. because I know for my church, they, they don't even allow female pastors, wow. right? Um, oh, we're out of time if I could go into that. But I mean, that is just one way mm-hmm. where you see misogyny wearing its mm-hmm. head, where women can do this much, but you can't get the name, you can't get the title, mm-hmm. you're a pastor with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. And you know, it really allows women to see themselves in a different light. So yeah. when you start from there, when you start yeah. in the head, and it trickles yeah. down. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, yeah, it really affects. It's bound, it's your- bound to have an impact. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. Right, we learn these. We- I would encourage. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that as women, we really need to focus on our self-worth, going to therapy, having a personal spiritual relationship with whoever it is that we believe in, whatever deity that we believe in, and then deal with these institutions, these organizations. Yes, right. afterwards. Exactly. And I think it, it comes secondary. Yes, I love that. I think that's really sound advice. And I also think um, whatever you are pursuing in terms of you know healing and health and development, if self-respect is not at the foundation, I will... Mm-hmm. just very gently ask you to reconsider. Um, I think anything yeah. that is asking us to defile ourselves, to mm-hmm. desecrate ourselves, to demean and degrade mm-hmm. ourselves for the sake of some higher something or purpose, mm-hmm. whether it's that a man, a marriage, an institution, mm-hmm. or whatever the case it is, is something that is worth serious interrogation, right? Yes. We must really question its motive, its agenda, and how women might be at the bottom of its entire conception mm-hmm. around worth and worthiness. Um, and, yeah. and that's something that we don't deserve to be a part of, no matter what name it is in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, love yourselves and fuck these hoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in oh. for another episode of Just a Colonized. 
This is your host of the gods, aka Jessica, BKA J Money. And this is your co-host for today's episode, Celine Joseph. Thank you so much, Celine, hey. for logging in. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. Until next time. All right. Peace.